everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the I'll Be Back podcast. Um, this week, it is just me. I am solo. Um, have had some really, really fun and awesome guests on recently. Uh, this week, uh, didn't get anybody, and also there's just, you know, sometimes with the guests, uh, they're great. Love them. Uh, it's hard to talk about some of the other smaller topics. I love to get to know them and get to talk about what they want to. Um, this week, I feel like there's just some things we need to catch up on, uh, so I figured I could do that by myself. Um, and not pour somebody else's time, if that makes sense. Uh, it is gorgeous out today. I poured myself a little Tito's lemonade. I figured this was good, good for the weather that we got. Um, I did put out on Twitter a little bit earlier. Um, you know, I'm recording tonight. If anybody has any questions, I'll apologize now if you do put it in later and I don't get to it. So I'm recording this around five o'clock. Um, my initial plan was to record after the Sixers game. Uh, the more I thought about it, I got to record before the Sixers game. Uh, as most of you who listen know, I'm a huge Sixers fan. I have season tickets. I am not going tonight. Um, my buddies who we split them with are going. Um, and I, I opted to hopefully they get a win, and I will attend the first game of next round if they win. Um, so I'm going to be freaking out tonight, and I figured win or lose probably wouldn't be the best episode for you guys if uh, I come on here after yelling at a TV for two and a half hours. So I'm recording this before, um, so I will get to that. Uh, I had one or two messages from it, but if you, you know, send those in later, um, you know, tonight, or if you send, you know, you'll listen to this hopefully Friday, Saturday. Uh, if you send them later on Thursday night and I don't get to them, that's why. I apologize. A um, couple of good, good days for Temple basketball last week. Got a couple of commits, so uh, we'll talk about that uh, and what's possibly coming up. Uh, if they have uh, any chances on a couple other people. Uh, there was a football recruit uh, also who committed this week, so we'll get to that as well at the end. Um, so Adam Fisher and his staff keep uh, chugging along here in the transfer portal, NIL world. So they get two commits last week. Uh, Quante Berry, nor Quante Berry is his full name. It seems like his nickname is Quante, um, and Jordan Riley. Um, so both, I think, really good gets. Um, I think they can add to this team, add to this roster, can be useful in their own ways, um, and unfortunately were util- un- underutilized at their uh, other schools. Um, Barry uh, is going to come from Providence. He was a redshirt freshman last year, did not play at all. He is from Winston-Salem Christian School, where he averaged 16 points, 6 rebounds, and 21-22. Uh, he played AAU ball for B May's Elite. Uh, he, he seems like a good athlete. Uh, hopefully the jump shot comes around. Uh, ESPN had him ranked as a four star. He was ranked as a three star on rivals. Um, and I really like to kind of go back and check these, um, for certain guys. Uh, if you go to his rivals, uh, page, he was a three star, but these are his offers. So I, these are what I think gets me excited because if these are the offer list tells you that a lot of good coaches thought he was a good player, then you can see they might be a good player. Auburn, Florida, Maryland, uh, Old Miss, uh, and Georgia State. So a couple Power Five schools. Um, I mean, Georgia State's a decent upcoming athletic program, it seems like, but the rest are all Power Five schools. A couple SEC schools. Maryland in the Big Ten. Um, so he's six foot four. Six foot four. Uh, in high schools, this is 170. Providence's page, where he uh, is coming from, uh, Big East school, had him listed as 175. So, obviously, you want to put on a little bit muscle, play a little bit bigger. Um, but I think he'll be a good get and kind of a – seems like he's more of a combo guard from what I'm hearing. Um, but 
Either way, I like the length. Uh, if he can shoot, great. That's what Fisher probably likes. So either Fisher had to like his shooting or likes his form enough to say, I can figure out what to do with you. Um, and, you know, there is an outside chance that, hey, Fisher knows he wants a lot of shooting. This will be a guy who maybe doesn't shoot quite as well, and he just tells him to, you know, run around, be athletic. You know, it's, it is still basketball. It's not just shooting. There are other things, defense, um, running an offense. Hey, I, I like a good alley-oop, a good dunk. Um, so, Quante Barry, I think, is a good get. Uh, it seems like there was some, uh, you know, when they recruited him, just talking about getting him some excitement around getting him. Uh, it's it's a body, and I know people. After you know, first week we get Adam Fisher, we get uh, Matteo Piccarelli in the transfer portal, and there's a little bit of a lull there. Um, you know, we struck out on. I'm going to mispronounce this again. Dylan Aday Wusu uh, from St. John's, who ends up at Seton Hall, I believe. We miss out on Will Johnston, who I know a lot of people were excited for. He seemed like a pretty dynamic scorer who could also shoot threes um, very well. Uh, we miss, miss out on him. It turns out he's going to Loyola Marymount, which, uh, you know, I know somebody who lives out in L.A., and they said, uh, you know, the campus there, it's hard to compete with, and I get it. Um, but, we, you know, to kind of break the sky is falling uh, mantra that, you know, Temple fans get, we do get it. Let's not kid ourselves here. Um, after a couple weeks, it's kind of like, uh-oh, are we ever going to get a recruit again? So you get a three-star recruit from the Big East. Obviously, he transfers out because he doesn't play last year. Um, obviously, with you know any school at this point, whether it's coaching changes, NIL, lack of playing time, you still get a couple kids. Not this is the case, but you still have some kids with the extra year of eligibility from COVID. Um, there's so many reasons why kids are leaving a school. Um, so it's really difficult to just pinpoint one thing. I mean, we lost most of our scoring from all last season. Now, granted, Aaron McKee leaves. Um, but a lot of them, it seemed like, I mean, whether Aaron McKee's here or not, at least two of those guys were leaving, maybe three. Um, so it's, I get, you know, people think this outcast, maybe transfer, you know, it's, you can't really think of it that way either. And a lot of our roster at this point is made up of transfers. Um, and I will get to that kind of at the end. I'll kind of give a rundown of the, the roster as it stands at this moment. Um, so Barry, I'm excited for. It'll be interesting to see, you know, is he going to come off the bench? Is he going to be a starting two guard? Um, like, I mean, with the height 6'4", is he going to back up a seer, kind of be a combo bar- guard when he comes in? It'll be interesting to see how Fisher use him, and it's May. So I'm not going to pretend like Fisher has even had practices with all these guys, and he knows what he's necessarily doing. Um, I'm sure he talked to him in the recruiting process and said, this is what we want for you, what we think you can do in this program. Um, and I'm sure Barry liked, obviously, enough what he had to say. Um, next recruit that we got, Jordan Riley uh, from Georgetown. Uh, I like him a lot. Six foot three, shooting guard. Uh, he was a three-star recruit coming out of high school. Um, and he was the class of 2021. So he actually did has played, um, and he actually was a top 150 recruit, according to rivals, coming out of high school. So it was 138 in the nation. Um, again, offers out of high school. Georgetown, Connecticut, Creighton, DePaul, Florida State, Georgia, Hofstra, Iona, Kansas, Kansas State, Pittsburgh, Rutgers, Seton Hall, St. John's, Stony Brook, <laughs> Virginia Tech, Wake Forest. Uh, Stony Brook probably creeped in early and... Never stood a chance after that. Um, 
So it it seems like an incredible offer list. He ends up at uh, Georgetown, uh, committing there. Doesn't work out uh, for him there. He played, let's see, I think I have his stats here. Yeah, he played this last season, averaged four and a half points, three rebounds a game, shot 39%. Uh, two years ago, he played in nine games uh, and averaged three points, so not really a large sample size there. Uh, people will not like to hear this. Um, he shot 39% from the field, about 20% from three. 75, 74% at the line is probably a good thing to kind of, you know, you can hope that is more of what his shooting ability is. Um, again, I'm sure Fisher and the staff talked to him and said, this is what we think you can do here. We think you're capable of this. I know they said they like shooters. Either they said, Jordan, we think we could turn you into a shooter. Or maybe just he's not one of their shooters per se. But six foot four, 200 pounds, so he's got a little bit more of the grown man size to him as of now. Um, and again, I think he probably combo guard. Maybe can bring the ball up. Maybe they put him on the wing with Hasir. Um and we got bodies. I mean, that's <laughs> we we got two six foot four guards coming from Big East schools. Um, so you know they obviously. I just listed off both of their high school recruiting offers. Um, they they can they they can play. There's a reason why they were highly touted. It stinks that it didn't work out for them where they were. Um, we will be happy to take them here. Uh, I'm curious uh, to see what we do next. Um, and like I said, Riley did play last year. He had a couple of good games. Actually, one of his better games, I think, was against Villanova, which I'm sure people uh, from Temple will like to hear. Uh, yeah, he had an 18-point game against Villanova where he was 8 for 12 from the field, 2, from th- two for 3 from 3. Um, he had another 16-point game against Marquette. He had a 12-point game against Villanova. Um, those are his three best games of last season. And then the rest of the games, it's like two five points, five points, four points, a couple eight-point games here and there. Um, so some games where he got playing time and, did, you know, in the one game that they lost, they lost to Nova. He had 18 points. They lose by four. So he's a big reason why they hung around in that game, uh, it seems like. Uh, it's uh, I, I think it's a good get. If you watch the video, if you don't have Instagram, I don't know what to tell you at this point. Uh, it's 2023. Either you're too old and never going to get it or get it. Um, but get Instagram. That's what we're finding the video posted. Uh, Adam Fisher, uh, Bobby Jordan, the coaches, they are so excited when he says he will come to play at Temple. They jump on the table and pretend to surf. Um, and it's, it's just fun to watch. It's, it's, you can see the excitement that this coaching staff has. And I know they've lost some recruiting battles, but knowing that they have that energy in recruiting, in getting a recruit, and they telling a kid, an 18, 19, 20-year-old kid, this is what we want from you. If you do this, we're going to you know, jump off the wall for you. And they basically did. Um, so it's a fun video to watch. And I'm not saying the, the old coaching staff didn't necessarily do that, but we, just, we didn't see it. I, I like Aaron McKee a lot. He honestly was one of my favorite players growing up. Um, but it just it lacked some of that excitement. Adam Fisher's bringing it. And you saw it at the press conference. You've seen it on Twitter. It sounds so stupid, but if you see them on Twitter, like they, they get it. They really get it. And I've said this to multiple people. I might have even said it on the show. Uh, the coaching staff, they know how to pander to us, us uh, fans, uh, on Twitter, and they do a good job of it. I mean, Nick Sirianni's done it for two years as the Eagles coach. He shows up in a you know, off-brand T-shirt with Jalen Hurts' 
based on it uh, to practice facilities. And fans see that and they're like, hey, that's just like something that I would buy for $12 uh, for, on an Instagram ad at 2 a.m. And stuff like that. It just seems like those things are what this coaching staff might be you know, creative with and having fun with. And I think it's going to bring the energy back into the program. Does it mean it gets wins right away? We will find out come October, November, December. But for now, I think they're doing everything right. Posting that video, showing you, hey, you're, you're winning recruiting battles. Uh, I mean, I think I think it was Jordan Riley might have had another visit scheduled and they canceled it, or maybe it was Barry. Um, I, I know uh, both of them, just from what I've heard through the the channels of Temple, both both their recruiting visits went very, very well. Um, and, the, you know, the people they talked to talked to them making a difference, making an impact on what they see with Temple. Um, so it's good. It's really good to hear. Uh, so we have at least, I think, two more scholarships. Um, so if I go through the roster right now, and this is what I really wanted to do, um, it is... You have Shane Dazoni, Taj Sweet, Akpomo, uh, Hasir Miller, Piccarelli, Riley, uh, Quante Berry. You have Stanford, Jaleel White. Uh, so I think that gets you to 10. So they should have 10 guys now. And it's, it's shaping up to be somewhat. I mean, I like the two guards. You get two six foot four guards. Um, could probably play them on the wing. I think the team might play small. Some people are freaking out um, as of now, and I'll get to that. We have a, a big man question that I got in the Twitter uh, sphere. Uh, Akpomo's possibly, you know, depending on who you get with the, one of those two remaining scholarships, as my computer's telling me, I need to restart to install an update. Um, yes, I would like another big man. I get it. You, you know, you've gotten the UMBC Piccarelli, who's a, you know, Six foot, six foot two guard. You got these two guys who are six foot four. So you're lacking some size still. But I think Taj Sweet is a four, and he's like a six foot seven, six foot eight four. You hope he can be a stretch four. Kenny, we'll see. Akpomo is going to be a big man. Just play defense, get blocks, probably catch some alley oops. I know in the press conference he jokingly said, uh, Fisher jokingly said, our big man's going to shoot threes, and Akpomo was there. It was a direct comment to him. Um, but we'll see. I like. I mean, I, even last year, I thought Okpomo, towards the end of the season, there was games where he looked like, you know, if this kept going, I felt, think he would have outplayed John Kutch for some minutes in certain games. Um, just he looked a little bit more comfortable on D, comfor- more comfortable on offense than he did uh, at the beginning of the year. Um, and then between that, I think Jaleel White might play the four. Some games. I think you're going to play him, and you're going to hate me for saying this. It's He's going to play the Ben Simmons, you know, how the Sixers had him kind of at the four some games when, you know, you had him and Maxie. And, uh, yeah, don't want to make that comparison. But Jalil uh, White probably playing the four. I could even see him happening at the small ball five. If you have four shooters around and Jalil White at the five, um, maybe you play two, three defense. Uh, it's not impossible. Do they do that for a whole game? No. Do they do it for two or three minutes? I don't see why Fisher will not try it. I think he made it very clear he's going to have fun with his team. He's going to try things that are different and unique to get it to work. What we've been doing has not worked. So, like, it's a huge deal if Jaleel White plays the five for a couple of minutes. 
you tell them to get a rebound and go run. Go be that athletic, you know, point forward that you can be. Um, and again, you might have to play a 2-3 zone on defense. I know some old-timer guys might be saying, oh, bring back the 2-3 matchup zone like John Chaney. I don't think it'll be specifically like that, especially when the game is spaced out a little bit more. But you might play it because you know you're going to have to have two or three guys down low to box out or play it if we meet a guy that has a, a team that has a big, big. Um, so I, I could, these are all things I could see happening. Now, granted, they can still get a, um, another big man. There is supposed to be one on campus right now. Um, his name is, his last name is Settle. I'm, that's all I got. And all I, I'm waiting for them to hopefully get him to make the comment of, uh, we'll settle for him. Steve Settle the third. Uh, he is a six foot 10, listed as a power forward. Again, if you get him, he's maybe a, he, you know, I guess small ball five at six ten. It's hard to say small, but he's six ten, maybe a hundred and 80 pounds, 190 pounds. Um, if you guys remember C.J. Aiken, who played at uh, St. Joe's a couple years ago, he was basically listed at the same height and same weight. I think he was 6'9", 170. Um, so I'm looking at pictures of this guy right now. He played at Howard. He's super skinny. He's definitely the ideal player for Adam Fisher. If you're talking about shooting threes, playing an up-tempo, ba- up-tempo basketball, he is not going to get the ball and take 20 dribbles below the basket. So... I can see why we're recruiting him. The rumor is he is on campus. Essentially, right now, I had a text earlier uh, the week over the week, last weekend saying the plan is to get him on campus this week. Uh, I don't know if I can confirm that he is, but I don't see why he's not. Um, I do know that the if you have been following this, they had a, a recruit from BC they were going after. It sounds like they are no longer doing that because they uh, got the two guards um, this week or last week, the two guards, two six-foot-four guards. So the guy from BC, his name was Langford. Um, watched a couple highlights. He had some cool dunks. Would have been a fun get, but uh, it seems like we're going in a di- different direction. Um, so I got a text or two about that as well, um, saying we're no longer recruiting him. Um, so Settle, his, uh, he's a three-point shooter, stretch four, uh, averaged 13 points a game, I believe it was, at uh, Howard last year. I know it was 11, sorry. Average 11 points a game. Uh, he was 33 for 109 from three. So that shows you he, he lets it fly. Uh, so he's about 30% three-point shooter. What's a 6'10"? It's not great. We'd like him to be closer to 35 range, maybe 38 range. Um, but it fits uh, Fisher's offense, and I guarantee you he is going to tell him to keep shooting. Um, so I said I had a Twitter question about it, and it was Mr. Mohan. Uh, Brian, thank you again for you know listening and the engagement. Uh, you said you posed it as a, a rim protector. He had 30 blocks last year, which is about one a game. But how much of that? I don't know. I haven't watched his game tape. You know, did they have him on the wing guarding a six foot seven guy who he can block a jump shot over, or was it people at the rim? Uh, so his career high in blocks is four. So. It's not like he hasn't had games where he's block shot. His career high in threes made in a game is four. He shot eight in a game one time. He made he went 10 for 13 in a game from the foul line once. He had 12 rebounds in a game. Uh, so he does he can do a little bit of everything. It doesn't seem like rebounding is really his strong point. He averaged just around six rebounds a game. At 6'10", it's not like the greatest thing in the world. Um, it sounds like you're getting him to, to shoot threes and play the offense that Fisher wants. Uh, so his his visit should be happening basically as I'm recording this, or it uh, hopefully is wrapping up soon. Uh, if he came to campus yesterday, 
Um, but I think that would be a good get. Like I said, I, his last name is just the, the headlines are speaking to me already. Uh, uh, I, same thing with the other two guys. Hopefully Fisher's saying, this is what we think you can do. This is what we want you to do in our offense. This is why you'd be a perfect fit for us. Uh, no timeline on, you know, what else he's visiting, who else he's visiting, who our competition is, um, and when he's visiting them. So I'll, you know, if I see a tweet about it, I'll see what I can do. Um, and, oh, I just saw another tweet about an hour ago on the brand new Temple Facebook page. If you are following, if you're on Facebook, go look. There's a new Temple Facebook page. A lot happened. Uh, I'm taking 10%, maybe 25% of the reason of the old Facebook page being canceled, essentially. Uh, it got deleted. The admin deleted it because myself and one or two other people called him out for deleting comments about NIL. If you didn't know that, now you know. Um, so there's a new Facebook page. Uh, congrats, Gabe Vennett. Uh, thank you so much for doing that, creating a new one. The admin of the old page is on the new one, and it seems like everything is fine. Uh, but we do need new people in it. So if you are on Facebook, go to the new Temple Basketball. It's Temple Owls Basketball Fans. Um, and it's, you know, 300 people right now, and most of them were in the old page. Now we just have a new one. Um, I was going somewhere, we're like, actually with this. Uh, yes, Gabe, who actually created it, he posted about uh, three hours ago on the page uh, a tweet from... I missed it, uh, as there's a million of these, you know, transfer portal Twitter accounts. Uh, Wagner transfer, Delani Hunt tells us he's received interest from Richmond, George Mason, Temple, and there's about 17 more schools. Um, again, with these type of tweets, it's hard to know, you know, is that uh, interest, quote-unquote, did Adam Fisher reach out to him, or did one of his family members say, hey, you should look into Temple, and then he called Temple, and Temple said, yeah, we'll call you back. Those are all things that we do not know. He is a six-foot guard who shot 30% from three. 31% from three, I think it says. Yes. Um, so will we... I mean, if you're looking for a big man, that's the opposite of it. I could see us going... I, I, I guarantee you the staff is looking at their big man, um, you know, what to do with it. Uh, I know a couple weeks ago I probably said on the show, and I definitely retweeted it, we were looking at a big man from Monmouth. Uh, I've since been told that was not true. Um, a couple people who, you know help out with um, certain things in the program, told me he never visited the Monmouth big man. He ended up at Illinois State. Um, so I'll try to, you know, hopefully by next week, either settle is settled in. Uh-huh. See, the, the jokes wrote themselves for that guy. And uh, hopefully there will be, you know, whether what we do with the – so he would be our 11th player. Uh, what we do with the – Last scholarship remains to be seen, whether we go big man, whether we go another transfer guy. Uh, it sounds like this staff has decided themselves that Zion Stanford will be the only incoming freshman. They are not going after any other 2023 20, guys. I mean, at this point in the game, uh, I just don't see. If, you, if you're available, it's either because your coach got fired and you reopened your recruiting, or you're probably... You should be playing at D3, and you're still trying to play D1. And I mean that as nicely as I can to any guy who is that, seeing as I wasn't even remotely close to, I couldn't even play at Monco. Uh, so, yeah, that's where we're at with that. 
hopefully in the next week or so we have a little more clarity on that, what they're going to do with the last scholarship if we, you know, assuming settle signs. If we don't get settled, then you still have two open, and you got to go back to the drawing board for at least the 11th one. Um, so, yeah. Uh, there was one football thing I wanted to get to. Uh, we did sign a... Uh, Sounds like he's a DN slash linebacker. He's like that, you know, Hassan Reddick mold of uh, goes after the pa- uh, quarterback. Uh, Davion Hood, um, he was at a D2 school last year. And I guess, he, he, I don't know if he's a, a body uh, rotation player or what. Um, sounds like football recruiting is essentially done. You still might get a couple transfer portal people, uh, things like that. But... And the, uh, after the spring game, you know, I think you have from every school, you have one or two people leave, one or two people come in and out. I know, um, you know, if you guys remember the name of Donica Sanders, he didn't sign until around this time, maybe even a little bit later last year. And he ended up being a pretty fairly useful uh, wide receiver. So uh, that's it. That's all I got. I'm going to finish my Tito's lemonade. And I'm going to go watch the Sixers, hopefully get a win. And, yeah, keep up on Twitter. Like I said, join the Facebook page. Uh, I'm not taking full credit for the old one being deleted. I'm taking slight, a little credit. Um, but thanks, guys. And as always, I'll be back.